Hello and welcome to the Divine Radiance Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Maria, solar feminine priestess and personal coach at the Temple of Divine Radiance. I believe that every woman's body is designed to manifest the glory of God and that we activate this power by coming into deep union with God the Source and with the feminine and masculine aspects of ourselves. Together we'll explore how this inner union can restore and renew the areas of our outer lives that are often challenging, such as men, money, mission, marketing, and our creative muse. And now, today's episode. So today I'd like to start out this episode of the Divine Radiance podcast with a brief chant, which I've been working on. It's actually very simple. It's just one phrase, Talita Kumi, T-A-L-I-T-H-A, Talita Kumi, K-U-M-I, and it means little girl arise. Talita is little girl and Kumi is the command form of arise in the language of Aramaic, which is the language that Yeshua, Jesus spoke. And I'm amazed how many times he spoke directly to women and um, asked for their thoughts and their ideas and insights. And in this case, he spoke directly to a little girl that was, you know, was, was dead. And he spoke to her and through this healing of sound, and through the vibration and the breath and his connection to God, he healed her. And she got up. And I love that phrase, little girl arise, because I do believe inside every woman is a little girl who desires to arise. And today we're going to talk about divine masculine healing and intermasculine healing. We'll get to that in a moment. But so often inside a woman who is deeply wounded in her relationship with the masculine is a little girl who desires to arise. And so join me in this brief chant, Talitakumi, and let it be a prayer. Talitakumi, rise. Talitakumi, 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 rise. Talitakumi. Tally to Kumi, Tally to Kumi, rise, arise, arise, arise. Tally to Kumi, Tally to Kumi, Tally to Kumi, rise, Tally to Kumi, Tally to Kumi, Tally to Kumi. Tell me to call me, tell me to call me, 
Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 12 of season two of the Divine Radiance podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Maria, and today we are talking about the simplest way I've found to approach healing your inner relationship with the masculine, whether that be the masculine in humanity, as in men, or in yourself, or the divine masculine, or any kind of masculine entity energetically, which would be things like structure, order, law, consistency, discipline, and related things. So I have been having so many conversations with women over the last few weeks as part of my Renew You sessions. We've been talking a lot about masculine healing because that is a topic that almost every woman has asked about. And it is a really, really important one. I think that, you know, there has been a masculine essence on the planet, but it has mostly been the wounded masculine. And while there's been much talk about the return of the divine feminine, there has not been as much talk about the actual true divine masculine and his rise on the planet as well because much of what has purported itself as the divine masculine of course has been a form of the wounded masculine in some way and this is a major issue because almost every woman I speak with in sessions or in chats and messages online is saying I know I have a wounded relationship with my masculine like this is a zeitgeist issue it's coming to the fore and we're recognizing it because our feminine is exhausted I think this is a number one thing I see women saying I'm so tired I'm sick my nervous system is frazzled my to-do list is ridiculously long and you know, I have no support, no structure. I never know what to focus on next. I have trouble making decisions. Um, I have trouble sticking to things or being consistent or being in the authority of my voice or anything like that. And I'm tired and I can't keep doing this. And I first want to say that Nothing is going to change in your relationship with the masculine, whether that's your relationship with your spouse or significant other or your search for one, or whether it's your relationship with consistency and structure at work or in your creative life or in your relationship with God. Nothing is going to change until you decide that it has to change, that you're not willing to tolerate things the way they are. And that can be a scary decision because when you flip the switch and say yes to this journey of healing the masculine, you don't exactly know what's going to happen. There's absolutely no way to know. But you have to recognize, number one, that this wounded masculine or this relationship with the masculine from a wounded place where your feminine is triggered your feminine pain body actually is triggered in some way or resistant or afraid or is constantly in locking horns with the masculine or you know you're constantly experiencing maybe men with ill intentions toward you or you're not safe in your body or you've had experiences you know where you're not safe and like you've got all of this wounding even if you look like you have it all together on the outside, even if you look like you're successful in business, but you know you're pushing yourself to the point of exhaustion and there's no structure to hold you and all of these sorts of things, you know, you have to get to the point where you say enough, I'm done with this. 
And it's not even just that. It's not that I'm done with this and I want to heal my relationship with the masculine and come into this place where my feminine feels truly supported both within herself and in her life. You have to come to the place where you also say that I'm so hungry to understand God as King, Father, and and Lord in a beautiful way. And um, as the structural foundation of the universe, that you are willing to also then walk right into all the triggers and fears you have about surrendering to that divine masculine presence in your life. And no one can tell you when the moment is that you're ready for this kind of shift. Only you know, and you will know when the time comes. And maybe you're there right now. Maybe things are so, you're so squeezed from every side, like you're not bringing in any money in the business, or your job isn't working out, or you are struggling so much or with you know every man that you come in contact with is has sort of an abusive streak and there's no one that treats you with dignity or that you you know you wonder if it's even out there all of these things um when you get to the point where you are ready to heal this relationship and also to come into a beautiful new relationship with god you you won't hide behind the excuses anymore that's how it was for me when i started this journey i was to the point in my business where I was making good money, but I was so exhausted trying to keep up with delivering on what I had sold, and I didn't seem to have enough capacity in myself to even keep up the basics of running a business. And I thought, what's wrong with me? I'm in decent physical shape, you know? I'm in great health. I'm 30, I was 36 years old, I think, at the time, or 37, and uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with me, but why is it that I feel like I'm in this state of collapse and my nervous system is constantly frazzled and I'm having trouble keeping up with work. I'm resistant to delivering on it, answering messages, this type of a thing. And I, when I was presented with this whole idea of masculine healing and recognizing my resistance to the masculine, even in the middle of my my, you know, I had done all this feminine healing, but I never approached the masculine. So when I saw that, I was so desperate for change that I said yes to doing that work. And that's when I really started to see change. It still took about a nine-month period for me to rebirth my relationship with the masculine fully. But I find that any time we say yes, change starts. And we might not see it right away and we get impatient And we get frustrated because, well, I wanted it yesterday. I wanted the change yesterday. But there is a great deal of need to trust the process and to understand that the minute you said yes to this journey, things did begin to change, even if you haven't fully seen it in your life. So how do we get there? What's the simplest way? Since this is a complicated issue, it can feel esoteric, it can feel intangible, it can feel hard to grasp. Well, when we think about the masculine, we're not just talking about men. We are talking about energy. We are talking about the energy of structure, support, guidance, uh, safety, groundedness. All these things have to do with the masculine energy. And of course, the opposite energetic reality or consciousness is feminine, which is more flow-based. It's more spontaneous. It's creative. It's 
it's more toward intimacy and connection, this sort of a thing. And you need both. And I do believe that God exhibits both, actually. But the fastest way to mess up a planet, I believe, is to hijack the structural consciousness. Both have been hijacked, both the masculine and the feminine. But in hijacking the structural con- uh, uh, consciousness and sort of the masculine energy on this planet, the dark powers or the powers not meant to be, have effectively brought this planet into a place where it can be controlled and have for you know thousands and thousands and thousands of years. So the sense of safety, heldness, and supportedness that should come from beautiful divine order and structure all around us, within us, and in our relationships, which is meant to be beautifully expressed, in women, yes, but <clears throat> mostly, I believe, in the masculine vessel of a man, it isn't operating optimally anywhere. So what was meant to support us becomes a prison. What was meant to guide us or to provide for us becomes tools for enslavement and abandonment and manipulation. We are scared of money because money has been used to hurt people. We are scared of schedules and structure because they've been used to squeeze the life out of people. We're scared of fathers because so many have been you know, have abandoned or abused their children. You pick any aspect. You know, we're, we're scared of clarity because clarity has been used to sort of, you know, skewer people or to get 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 around, you know, loopholes or find loopholes and laws and ways that you know prevent people from being held accountable for their actions. You can name it. You can find all kinds of examples. And with the divine masculine, you know, for many of us, we grew up in empire religions. And when I say empire religions, I mean faiths that <clears throat> became the basis for empire like Christianity and Islam, but I also mean face like Judaism, for example, where there's a long history of being enslaved by empire. So it can kind of go both ways. But our concept of God as father or as the you know divine masculine has been very, very much shaped by how empire religion has taught God in ways that worked for them and in ways that actually further enslaved individuals, not just women and children, but men as well, in this false system of control, fear, <clears throat> excuse me, manipulation, and, um, and, and just unsafety. So imagine being born into that world as you were. Maybe you were born into a home context. You know, I spoke with the, a woman the other day who was born into a home context where her father was unsafe from the time she was born. I've spoken to other women who didn't really encounter, you know, the unsafe or, or evil masculine or lower wounded masculine until she, um, you know, started dating. And that, you know, some first first relationships that were, really terrible experiences. Maybe it was a boss or an extended family member. But at some point, our feminine pain body is triggered and we experience a wounding that is not just in our energy, it's in our consciousness and it's in our body because the emotional pain resides in our physical body. It's really, really shocking how that happens. So 
all the space that was meant to be taken up by beautiful relationship and connection with you know union really in a way with the divine masculine and with the masculine you know energetically in the world around us all that space is being taken up by wounding and pain and we're not available for that beautiful healed and whole relationship and either we don't have room to hold it in our energy bodies or because of the type of wounding that we have we're a magnet for more of the same in our lives and we go through life wondering why money doesn't stick why we never have clarity why we can't keep a structure or be disciplined why our you know relationships with men are so toxic and why we don't either have any relationship with father god or we just assume that he's mad at us or that we're not good enough you know, I think here's where I get to the crux of the issue. When we talk about how do we actually heal this? How do we heal the, the masculine, in, uh, you know, in ourselves and in the world around us? It's in recognizing that we were created. And this is where this is where it gets really simple. That was sort of some background for you. But we were created to be in a relationship with the masculine. As women <clears throat> who carry a primarily feminine essence... We were created to be in relationship with the masculine. And not even just relationship integration. It's not about balance. I've said this on social media before. Sometimes people are surprised. It is not about balance at all. Because balance is stasis. It's still a form of war. It's not integration. It's not union. And our hearts are yearning for union beyond all of the fragmentation the fear the pain all of the patriarchal stuff and the toxic masculinity and all these things that you know these sides of the masculine are getting lots of press right now the divine masculine not so much um beyond all of that chaos in the deepest quietest most still parts of our soul we yearn for union we yearn for integration. And so as you begin to think about healing your masculine, or if you're already in that process, this does not have to be some you know, complicated magical system with all kinds of words you don't understand. It's a relationship. You are repairing a relationship the exact same way that you would repair a human relationship. In some instances, you know, this will involve repairing your relationship with a real man who's in your life, but it starts within you, with your relationship with God, with your relationship with structure, with your with your relationship with all the masculine energetic aspects of the universe. And it is about building trust and intimacy, releasing pain, opening all the parts of yourself that were cluttered up with that pain and then building trust and intimacy so that you can be penetrated by all these forms of the masculine or so that your life can be penetrated just in the way that your body would be during a loving sexual act. Um, I think that's why sexuality is such a beautiful and hallowed and holy picture of the coming together, the integration of the masculine and feminine and the joining, which is so, so powerful. So if you start to think of it as a relationship, it's not going to feel like some magical process that you just have to do or that you have to try to understand 
but you still, you know, feel like you're just floating around in limbo and you can't figure it out. Start to think of it as a relationship. And the first thing to think about is how do I want to open myself up? How do I want to be authentic with the divine masculine in particular? Let's start there. About my pain. You know how many women I've spoken with who have, you know, been through some really traumatic experiences with the masculine and they're really wanting to have a healthier experience for example if they had a terrible marriage they'd like to to be in a fantastic romantic relationship or if they've you know if money has never been there for them they would like to be wealthy but it's not happening and when i talk to them you know i discover that they haven't actually ever surfaced and dealt with all of the pain around those experiences all of all the pain around money fear of wealth, fear of, you know, becoming a greedy person, um, inability to hold on to money, etc. They've never dealt with the, uh, you know, or what happened in their marriage or their previous love lives, you know, why they fell apart. And so, you know, it's one thing to just sit in therapy and talk about that, although there's value in that. And it's another thing to do some kind of sacred circle and, you know, anoint yourself with oil and use certain crystals and this type of a thing. It's another thing altogether, which is, this is my preferred method in case you hadn't figured that out, (laughs) to bring all of that pain out into the light, allow memories and emotions to surface, feel it deeply, do so with support if you need to, and then offer it to God. Because the beautiful thing about the Divine Masculine is that the Divine Masculine receives, absorbs, and transmutes pain into power. And this is why Divine Feminine-only spirituality, to me, does not work. I do believe in the Divine Feminine. I know some people do not, but I do. I do believe in a Father, Mother, God, a God who is one sacred unity, but who exhibits the qualities of both Mother and Father in eternal and endless union structure and flow together at the heart of the universe, the heart of the cosmos, really. But there's something very specific, you know, about that father energy, and that is what where the healing really has to start. So we start there. We start with bringing all that pain out and we take it to God. And when you're in the only, in divine feminine only spirituality, part of the reason you, I, I don't know, maybe you haven't felt this way, but for me, when I was in those um, feminine only spiritual circles, I gosh, I just felt like all it was was pain running out all over the place everywhere and, and mine as well as everyone else's. And I noticed over time, some of the groups I was involved in, I felt like they became, women, you know, became angrier and more enraged and more in pain the longer they were in those groups. And it was like they were caught in some kind of matrix that was, you know, hooking them into suffering. And I don't believe that the actual divine feminine does that, but the divine feminine is not there to absorb your pain. The divine feminine is there to really support you to flow and to be in your deepest connection and, you know, birthing energy and all of that. The structure that can hold the weight of your pain, take it and transmute it, is the divine masculine. 
So when we, a lot of times we've thought about our pain, we might have journaled about it, we've cried about it, but we have never actually released that pain out of our body. And I teach a consciousness and body-based method for doing that. Uh, you know, and then turn around and offered every one of those memories, every piece of that pain as it comes up organically to God. Not only is this establishing your intimacy with the divine masculine in that you are honest about where you're actually at and what's happened. And, you know, you know, people who are intimate with one another or trust one another, they share those deepest experiences of their heart. This is what the divine masculine desires to be in a relationship with you for. But beyond that, then, there's the opening of all those closed places. And a lot of that happens organically just by releasing the pain and offering it to be transmuted, you know, to God. But then beyond that, you know, there is a lot of space to then open up, not just energetically opening up, but <clears throat> finding new ways to be more open in our lives than we weren't before. Maybe it's allowing men to hold door, doors for you, whereas in the past you would have held them yourself. Maybe it's allowing your husband to give you gifts where maybe he couldn't before because you wouldn't receive it. Maybe it's in allowing someone to bless you with a financial gift or pay for your lunch. You know, there are a lot of little ways I discovered when I was going on this journey that I was actually cutting off the flow of masculine support that God was trying to send through other people, even other women, you know, someone wanting to pay for my lunch is still providing. It's still supporting. It's still blessing. And it's the giver energy, which is also masculine, but I wouldn't accept it. So I wasn't able to actually be in my feminine because it didn't feel safe. So yeah, you know, once you start to release that pain to God and allow, it actually passes out of your energy body, your consciousness and your physical body. And in my experience, if you do this practice properly, it doesn't come back. Um, at least not, not in a form where there, it, there's a lot of emotion triggered around it. Like you'll still remember the event, obviously, or the experience, but it's not going to be this integral part of you that is crying for attention because it's been dealt with. And then you'll start to notice all the ways that you've been cutting love off at the pass <laughs> and not receiving it. And then you'll start to open up and begin to receive and it will be uncomfortable. And you might even find, as some of the women I've been speaking with have found in this season, that you end up in circumstances where you are actually unable to provide for yourself and you are unable to do for yourself because you're old wounded feminine patterns of just stepping in and taking over and trying to do all the things that the men aren't doing for you or that the masculine or that masculine energy isn't providing for you you're not going to be able to actually do that anymore and it's okay you may be forced literally flat on your back or on your knees unable to provide for yourself or fix or do the things you want to do and it will be part of breaking this pattern I'm not saying it will happen to you it doesn't happen to everyone but if it's part of your journey, know that this is actually part of your spiritual training. So once we've released that pain out of all of the aspects of our being and we have opened up 
And again, by the way, these are not discrete phases. I mean, these are ongoing processes and you'll see yourself in different parts of the process at different times. But once all of that has taken place, you know, then we are really at that time able to be, to, to you know, begin to ask for guidance and to be penetrated by insight. And that's a funny thing. A lot of times, you know, people are frantically being like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? I don't have clarity. Well, have you asked? Have you asked Divine Masculine for clarity? If you ask, you will receive. Yeshua promised this. Jesus promised this. And it's 100% true. Assuming that you're open, <laughs> you will receive. So this is the point where you can begin. And this builds trust also. If you ask for guidance and you get it, act on it. Act on it on that guidance because the more you act on it the more you are establishing trust with the divine masculine that you will keep your end of the bargain right just like in a human relationship there has to be trust in order for there to be intimacy and it goes both ways but you are going to have to take the step of not just asking for guidance but no matter what it is listening to it and acting upon it and it could be something as simple as what to eat for lunch today. It could be something as simple as what to wear. It could be as important as when do you quit your job to start your business? Or, you know, what should you say or do to support your marriage to get back together again? Or whatever it might be. You know, whatever it is that you're seeking to do or have guidance on, ask. Because so often we as women, we're not asking. We're trying to figure it out on our own. And if you can begin to rewrite that pattern, that will go a long way. So... All of this is sort of the inner energetic and spiritual version of relationship building. Same principle as with a human being. And this is what makes this the simplest approach I've found to healing the, the divine masculine or our relationship with the masculine at all in our inner being is approaching it as a relationship and understanding that like any relationship, it takes time, intention, and a demonstrated willingness to give of yourself and to be in devotion. And most of us have been in devotion to so many things that were not in devotion back to us. And, you know, we don't want to do that again. And I always like to say that God, the divine masculine, desires to be in a, as as radical or more even more so in devotion to you than you are to him it is his delight to serve you but if you are not positioned in a way where you can be supported guided held directed penetrated or if you're not able to tolerate things like schedule structure having enough support or people around you in your business, etc., well, then, you know, if you can't receive that, then you're not going to. So if you are listening to this today and you're really in a spot where you're like, I need to heal the divine masculine, I need to work on this, but it all feels so confusing and there's just all these different modalities and people talking about all these crazy esoteric concepts, this is a relationship. That's the simple bottom line. It is a relationship that is in your body. It's a relationship in your energy. It's a relationship that's expressed in your consciousness. And it's expressed in the physical world around you. And as you practice vulnerability, as you 
offer and surrender your pain to God as you open yourself up as you invite penetration of insight and clarity and wisdom and all of this and then as you you know <clears throat> move in tandem with that penetration there's a much more erotic relationship with the masculine waiting for you and it is such a beautiful journey like I literally don't recognize myself I don't recognize the woman I've become I don't have trouble with clarity. I don't have trouble with structure. In fact, a lot of times I'm having to help support other people to create it because they don't have it in themselves. Or it's not, it's not developed, I guess I should say. Um, <clears throat> you know, my money, I no longer have nervous system collapse around my money and my money sticks around. My money has been steadily growing. Um, you know, I have... The strength to do what I need to do. I don't feel like I'm exhausted all the time. I'm not angry with men. Now, obviously, I don't tolerate toxicity in my life in any form, but I also don't really experience much of it. And when I, you know, because of this journey, and whenever I do encounter it, it's kind of bizarre, and I can shut it down really easily. Um, but I hope, you know, in a, in a respectful way. So, uh, you know, and I have such a beautiful connection with my fiance. And of course, many, as many of you know, I was in a really, really difficult marriage previously and always kind of despaired of, you know, like I desired love, but I kind of despaired that I would ever be able to get to the point where I could receive it in my life. And this journey has helped me to get there and to also navigate my relationship in ways that I hope and trust are not bringing any kind of rift between me and my man that we're able to be in more union and harmony because of it so it is worthwhile to do this work but if you feel overwhelmed or confused about what to do focus on relationship now there are practices that can help energetic spiritual consciousness physical practices um, i have many different practices that i've used that i teach there there's one that i absolutely love um, a masculine healing practice that I've studied with several different mentors and that I have, you know, sort of taken to be my own as well um, over the years. And so that is something that I've been sharing with women in the Renew You sessions as a gift to them. I've been sending that out um, after the session because it is such a practical tool and practice. But there's so many things that you could do. And even if you don't have anything in front of you right now, your willingness and your asking, your declaration to the divine masculine, I'm ready to heal this relationship, and your utter surrender to being loved will change everything. Honestly, I didn't mention that, but relationships are about being loved. You know, they are about loving, but for, as women, more than that, they're about being loved. And most of us have never really truly been loved well. We have a hard time figuring out what that would even look like or feel like. And you kind of have to surrender to the vulnerability and terror of actually being loved, especially if you've never experienced it before in your life, because it will be terrifying. But it will also be the most amazing thing that's ever happened to you. And once you get to the other side of your fear, you will discover 
that you could fall endlessly into the arms of the divine masculine and you would always land in a soft and welcoming place that is somehow structure and support at the same time. So I hope this has been a blessing and a help to you. Always happy to answer questions. If you would like to speak further about this, of course, you can reach me through my website, templeofdivineradiance.com. There's a contact form there. You can reach out by email at hello at templeofdivineradiance.com or message me on Facebook or Instagram. And I would love to hear about your journey with healing the divine masculine. And if you are interested in having a Renew You session with me, there is one remaining so hit me up and let's chat and i would love for that session to be yours i'm sending you so much love and blessings and joy for the week ahead i'll see you back on the next edition of the divine radiance podcast thank you so much for joining me for today's episode of the divine radiance podcast if you'd like to check out the show notes for today's episode read more listen to the podcast again share it or get in touch with me personally you can visit templeofdivineradiance.com that's my online home you can also find me on instagram at temple of divine radiance or search temple of divine radiance on youtube as well blessings and i'll see you for the next episode